Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. We're the co-hosts of a podcast called A Thing or Two. It comes out every Monday and the basic premise is this. We share all the stuff we think more people should know about. So that's apps, recipes, books, the nationwide Haagen-Dazs vanilla bean shortage that nobody else was talking about. Our no one. No one. <laughs> our preferred vacuum brands of which we have multiples and critical explorations of our unique approaches to paper towel usage. Listen, we think you're going to like it. A lot of people do. And who's to say you'll be any different? Listen and subscribe wherever it is you listen and subscribe to podcasts. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Staying Home with Wit. It has been a little bit since I chatted with you all by myself. So hello. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably by now caught on to the fact that I believe self-care is super, super, super important. Do I always practice it? No. Am I taking this time to reflect on my self-care practices and see what I need to improve on for better mental health? 100%. This is not me preaching to you guys about everything I do to take care of myself and how successful I am at it. It is really just how I try to take care of myself, how I attempt to, the plans that I make and the things that help when I actually sit down and take the time to do them. I also asked you guys what you wanted to hear about. So I will definitely be answering questions that you sent in as well. I'm going to be doing a lot of different episodes on this. The next will be all about my routines. After that, we'll get into more of mental health, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen and for continuing to be interested in this. It means so much to me. And if there's anything else that you guys want to hear about, in this topic or among anything else, please feel free to comment in my podcast platform and subscribe and rate and review and all those fun things. So thank you guys so much. I'm really excited to get into this episode. Let's go for it. So I want to start with just talking about self-care in general. The first thing I want to discuss is how I handle guilt with self-care because 
I think sometimes the first thing that pops into a lot of our heads when we think about taking care of ourselves is immediately guilt. And this doesn't only have to do with mom guilt. This isn't only about being a mom. This is just guilt about taking care of ourselves in general. And I think everybody can sympathize and empathize with this. Now, our lives are so freaking full right now. And I don't even think we know exactly how full, like unless we're taking the time to like sit down and write all of our thoughts and everything that we need to do and everything that's stressing us out, but everything that's making us happy and everything that's going on in our lives that's stressing us out and everything that's going on in everybody else's lives that's stressing us out. And like, there's just a million different things swirling around. And so it feels sometimes like our feet just are not planted firmly on the ground. And the first thing that we want to do when we start to feel this way is to practice self-care. But immediately, I know for me, I start to be like, well, when am I going to fit in the time to do this? And aren't there so many other more important things for me to be doing right now? And the answer to this question should always be no, honestly. I know it isn't always no, and we always find other things that we need to be doing. But if you have to ask yourself or say to yourself, there are other important things than taking care of myself, you need to check yourself and realize that that is just not true. Taking care of yourself, and I know I've said this a million times, as selfish as it sounds, is so extremely important. And so I urge you to tell yourself that you are worth this. So you may have guilt and you may feel like there are other things that you need to be doing or should be doing that there really is nothing more important because let's say you show up to your family life or work life or friend life, whatever life it is that you show up to, not having taken care of yourself, it's going to unfold negatively for you. I'm sorry. Like it just is. There's just no way if we don't open up space in our brain for some calm and for some peace and for some reflection, we aren't going to show up as our best selves. So I tell myself, okay, there may be some other things that I need to get done and that are pressing, but there's nothing more important. And what kind of time do I have right now where I can fit this in and not be too overwhelmed and not feel guilt about it. So one of those things that I try to do is actually like schedule it in. That was part of the next question. It's how do you find time for yourself without stressing over the things you're not doing? So I really try to schedule this in so that it's just part of my everyday. I forget to do this. Like I honestly forget that I have enacted certain rules for myself or guidelines or routines for myself. And so like I'll do it for a week and I'll put it in my calendar at the beginning of the week, you know, at least three times during the week to get like an hour in for myself. And sometimes I don't always get it in. And so this is the moment right now, like check yourself and pause this podcast, go into your calendar and plug in times to take care of yourself because you're not going to make the time. Like unless it's in the schedule, you're not going to make it. And I find sometimes like when I have free time, then I don't take advantage of that for my self-care because I, I haven't like a lot of the time for it, you know? So I just start doing other things around the house. I start tidying up. I start organizing my closet. I start 
doing laundry, look at my computer and start doing emails. I'll make to-do lists, like all these things that are, are not things that are helping me stay present or stay in the moment. They're all kind of things to just busy myself. And so it's really about making the time ahead of time so that you don't have to anticipate it or you don't reach that burnout state. A lot of you guys talk about burnout and I'm going to get into this, but I think one of the major things to do to decrease burnout is to schedule in this time. And I think what you do during this time is completely up to you. I don't have like a set thing that I do. I'm working on it. That's part of my issue right now is that when I do schedule in the time, I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? Should I meditate? Should I go on a walk? Should I work out? Should I go play tennis? Should I call a friend? Should I listen to music? And then I kind of get so overwhelmed with like all of the different options that I end up again, just like sitting at my computer. So I think it's really important to hone in on the things that make you feel whole and present and the things that make you feel like relaxed and rejuvenated once you finish them. And now a word from our brand partner. Missouri has the cutest jewelry. They make fine jewelry for your everyday. I've already talked with you guys about them and told you about them because we're doing a promotion and you can enter code with wit for 10% off your order. But if you love dainty 14 karat gold or everyday diamonds or personalized necklaces like me, like you see me wearing every day, you will love Missouri. They're super fairly priced, handcrafted, and ethically sourced. And the best part, no green fingers. You won't have jewelry that oxidizes and everything is made with the highest quality materials and is designed to last. So they just really get the kinds of pieces that we want to layer and feel like fresh and dainty and make a little statement in, but not look like we're trying too hard or actually not even not look like we don't want to try too hard. Anything you find on there will last you forever. It's the kind of pieces that will never go out of style. And we may be going nowhere, but we're definitely still getting dressed. You know, like I'm still trying to make my sweats look cute. So Jewelry is like one of the easiest ways to upgrade your look, especially from the shoulders up, which is all, let's be honest, you really care about. You can get free shipping on all US and Canada orders, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri slash with wit for 10% off your first order. That's Missouri.com, M-E-J-U-R-I.com slash with wit to get 10% off your first order. I'm so excited for this one, you guys. You got to go check them out. And now back to our chat. Meditation for me is something that has definitely helped me do this. And I've turned to it a little bit with Sonny now. It really, really, really helps him. And I feel like if I start it with him at a young age, it could be a normal part of his practice. But I have told you guys before, I use the Calm app and they actually have meditation for kids. We just listened to two on the way to school. The first one was about making new friends and not being scared about making new friends because Sunny's in a new class this year. And the second meditation was about what to do with anger. And he really listened to them. And he may not have like sat and crossed his legs and closed his eyes and done all the deep breathing and stuff. He may not have done every single part of it. But just like with any habits or routines, the more you do it, obviously, the more they learn and the more it becomes part of their 
everyday practice. And I can only hope that this kind of training and exposing him to this on a daily basis will help him make sure that meditation is a normal part of his everyday calming process. And so like, there are obviously things that we can do as adults to help our kids. But, you know, in doing this for Sunny, it's made me realize like how important this is for me. I am still at the point where I need a guided meditation. I can't really sit in the backyard and like meditate on my breath. I'm just not really fully there yet. So I depend on the app to guide me through. And I really love Calm. And I think a really good introduction is the 30-day intro. It's how to meditate. And it's 30 days with Jeff Warren. He's the narrator and the author. And he's really calming and amazing. And I highly, highly recommend if you just want to start getting into it, that it's a great way to figure out what actually really works for you. Okay. How do I relax? First thing that I do when I find myself starting to get all up in a tizzy and work myself up about something is take some deep breaths. Like breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Breathe in, hold it, breathe out. It's really hard. I tried to do this the other day. I was so upset about something. I was sitting in my car stewing about something and I was like, just going to pull over. I'm going to try to meditate right now. I feel like meditating will get me out of this, this like harmful, you know, mode of thinking. So I sat down and I tried to meditate and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't concentrate. I was so just like angry about this and I turned it off and I was like, okay, what don't, first of all, don't beat yourself up for turning it off. Like that's number one is don't punish yourself for, feeling like you can't relax or having these feelings. Like we need to stop harming ourselves with the words that we say to ourselves. You know, like I was finding myself be like, God, Whitney, why can't you just relax? Like the meditation will help. You're going to feel so much better afterwards. And then I was like, God, be a little bit easier on yourself. So maybe meditation isn't going to work for you in this moment. But like what is? Is just sitting in the car and like breathing going to help? Maybe let's try it. So I did that. It started to relax me a little bit. I envisioned myself like breathing in blue and breathing out red and then try to think about is what I'm actually telling myself actually true? Is what I'm angry about actually even happening? And there it was. I was, I asked myself that question and I realized, no, Whitney, this isn't actually happening you are basing this off of something that has happened in the past, but that may turn out differently this time to how I treat myself. There isn't just one way I treat myself. Like I'm not overly forgiving, but I'm not overly hard on myself. And and sometimes this is the hard part about me is that I feel like I'm so many different things. And so it's hard to get a grasp on the one thing that I am in order to really like figure it out and work on it. And I was talking about this with a friend recently. I think she was saying this was something called like dialectic. I have to ask her again. But when you are a number of things, because we aren't all just one thing. Like she, she used the example, like I'm messy and I'm organized. And so it's like, how do I make sense of that? How do I talk to myself about that? How do I make peace with that? And how do I let those two things exist together without clashing and without making myself feel bad about them. So again, it's about pausing when you notice yourself talking 
negatively to yourself. Like, and it's so hard because sometimes you don't even realize that you're doing it. But I think it's all about normalizing, checking yourself and not allowing your brain to tell yourself lies and checking yourself and not allowing your brain to tell yourself mean things that are just too extreme. I was talking to Emily Cassell. Emily Cassell is an amazing spiritual life coach, life and business coach that I have been working with. She actually was on my podcast and you guys should check out that episode. But we were chatting last week and I was saying I was feeling really lazy and really flaky and like a huge procrastinator. And I was starting to think about how people that I work with viewed me. If someone asked them what they thought about working with me or what I was like to work with, that they would say, yeah, she's really nice, but she's flaky. And, you know, you can't always depend that you're going to get the things that she's promised you. And as I was saying this, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying these things about myself. But they're also kind of true. Like, I can't deny that I do procrastinate. I do say yes to a lot of things. And then I'm spread really, really thin. And then I just half-ass stuff. So then people are maybe a little bit disappointed or aren't getting things done when they're supposed to. And I didn't know what to do. I was like, I am these things. And and I don't want to be mean to myself and punish myself, but like, I also am not only these things. And I feel like I do get a lot of stuff done. And so it's all about telling yourself that it's okay to be a number of things. And now a word from our brand partner. I have loved Kula forever. Kula pioneered healthy sun protection, and I have been a fan for a while But these days, your skin craves so much more than just sun protection. So Kula just launched a new organic skincare collection that supports your skin's natural barrier to help fight modern day skin aggressors. Aggressors like blue light, toxins, dry air, and even your lifestyle. The weather has been so dry lately. I'm always inside. I'm staring at my computer screen. It feels like my skin is needing more. I'm so excited to be partnering with Kula. They sent me the most amazing new products. One, their Great Barrier Cream Fortifying Moisturizer is amazing. It has a super healing power comes from the sea with organic ingredients like sea kelp and blue algae to boost hydration and help fortify your skin's natural barrier. They also have an amazing serum. It's called the Vital Rush Skin Renewal Serum. And it really takes like dull, stressed skin and infuses it with an organic blend of plant power ingredients. So it's really energizing feeling. It has goji berry and camu camu extract. So it just really helps renew like fatigued skin. One of my all-time favorite products of theirs, which is also award-winning, are their Sun Silk Drops. And they really do it all. They're sheer drops and they provide a super lightweight broad spectrum SPF 30 protection and Kula's full spectrum 360 technology to help mitigate the effects of blue light, IR and pollution. It's super dewy, super light, doesn't feel greasy. You can use it alone or blend it with your favorite moisturizer or foundation. If you're feeling a little bit dry, it's always good to add a little bit of your moisturizer. 
All right. If you want to give your skin what it feels like it's really craving right now, that really good organic moisture, check out new Kula organic skincare on Kula.com. That's C-O-O-L-A.com. We'll even give you 10% off your first order with the code with wit. So go to Kula.com. That's C-O-O-L-A.com and enter the code with wit to get 10% off your first order. It's okay to procrastinate things sometimes. And it is really good actually even to be aware of it. It's about then how can I reframe what I'm doing so that I'm not this person? Because it really doesn't matter what other people think of me. It matters what I think about myself. And if I do really think of myself as a procrastinator or lazy then what can I do to make it so that I'm not doing that? And I started to really reflect on that. And I started to think, listen, maybe it's about saying no to more things. Like maybe it's really about keeping things in perspective, saying no to more things so that you're not spread too thin and you actually can give your full attention to the projects at hand. I find when you do start talking negatively about yourself or to yourself, try to shut that down And instead of harming yourself with that negative self-talk, think about how you can change the behaviors that are making you feel that way so that you don't feel that way about yourself. And also to not expect perfection. Getting outside and doing something physical is so, so, so important. Now, I know some of us don't necessarily have the luxury of this right now with it being winter and with COVID and quarantining and whatnot, but if there is anything that you can do to get some fresh air, even if it's bundling up, going outside and jumping in the snow or doing something just to take some deep breaths outside, it's so important. I was doing tennis for a while and I was feeling so strong and so good about myself. I'm going to start doing that again. That strength I get from being outside and breathing in that air is unparalleled. There's nothing like it. The other day I went on a hike by myself. I had a free hour and I was like, okay, I could work or I could go hike. I'm going to go hike. I went on a walk. I took my earbuds. Usually I don't really want to take my phone because if I'm on my phone, I I cannot help myself and I'll check my email and I'll start texting people, but I really wanted to do a meditation. So I took my phone and I vowed to myself that I wasn't going to look at it, but I did. So that's okay. It's okay. I try not to beat myself up about it, even though it sounds like I'm beating myself up about it right now. But I did a meditation. I remember it was kind of a half-assed meditation sitting on the top of a mountain, but I was like, just do it get it done. You'll be proud of yourself. And I did. And I'm still like on a high from that. Like, even though it wasn't fully what I wanted to do, I didn't fully check out of my phone. I I didn't fully do the hike that I wanted to do. I went down partially and didn't go up partially. Like it still was something. The positives that I got from it outweighed all of the negative self-talking And so now it's working on just like soaking in all those positive things that I got from that walk and not punishing myself for the things that I maybe did wrong for my self-care, you know, like the looking at my phone portion of it or the not doing the entire walk. Because like 
those things are going to happen. Sometimes you're not going to have that much time, or sometimes you are going to need to look at things that are timely, but don't then punish yourself on top of doing the thing that you said you weren't going to do. The most important thing that I've done lately to consistently try to avoid burning out is staying off of my phone on the weekends. And I know that that sounds obvious and something that a lot of people talk about, but again, people talk about it and do it because it actually works. Like I need the time on the weekends to rebond with Sunny and for him to see me as a human being without a piece of technology connected to me. He needs to know that I'm engaged. And that for me really fills me up. Like the fact that I am fully present with him gives me so much fuel to then feel better about myself during the week when I can't necessarily be with him or be present. It's hard because social media is my job. And I feel like the more I share, the more this community grows and the more exciting things happen. But it doesn't have to be 24-7. It's more important for you to take care of you for a small amount of time for the whole of yourself and your family and your job than for you to just be going, 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 going. And now a word from our brand partner. I don't know about you, but while I've been at home and working from home, I feel this need to brush my teeth all the time. And especially with my new toothbrush by Bruch. Bruch is the best. I feel like when I brush my teeth, it's that feeling like after you've gotten your braces off, which I mean... I know very well. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I had braces for eight years and on and off, on and off, on and off, but like crazy other orthodontistry. I know that feeling and I always want it. And my teeth are super important to me. They're super big. They're, you know, a big part of my face. I want to smile. I want to be proud of them. And so it's important to me what kind of toothbrush I use. I don't know if you guys knew this, but most people still use a manual toothbrush, even though the dentists actually recommend electric toothbrushes because they're proven to be more effective. Bruch is redefining what it means to have a perfect smile because a healthy smile is a perfect smile. There is no perfect smile. You guys, everyone has a perfect smile. It has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience, a four-week battery life with magnetic charging stand and compact travel case. They also have a subscription program. You never forget to change your brush head again. Bruch ships you new replacement heads every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. And they also have a super sleek design, which is helpful for me because if I want to keep my toothbrush out, I want it to look good. Bruch's electric toothbrush has a modern, very aesthetically pleasing design, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors looking really just like clean and nice and chic on your counter. Get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code WITHWIT at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code WITHWIT at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. You guys change your whole toothbrushing experience. Make this easy. Take care of your teeth. Take care of your smile. And now back to our chat. So it's really about consistently doing these practices before you've gotten to the burnout phase. So taking the time outside, doing the meditation, questioning the thoughts and the 
harmful things that you may be telling yourself, talking to someone that you really trust consistently, whether that be a friend or a therapist. I am starting a new therapist tomorrow. I hope she's amazing. I've been going to the same one that Timmy has been going to for a while. And I finally decided that I just need my own person. I need a woman to talk to. And I'm hoping that she will help fuel me with so many more good tips to share with you guys. Because these are all the things that come off the top of my head and the things that I do for myself on a daily basis. But I know that there are so many more things and practices that will help me heal and that I can in turn teach to you. The last thing that I wanted to discuss was tips for first time moms to get the husband to understand the importance of self-care. And I thought that this would be really helpful to get Timmy's input. I'm going to walk into the room right now and get his input because I feel like it will really help to hear how a man would hear it if you asked him for some self-care and for some time. Timmy, are you on the phone? I just want to ask you a quick question from my podcast. Hey, podcast people. So I'm doing an episode on self-care. And the last thing that I wanted to talk about was a question from someone saying, how does a new mom communicate to her husband or partner the importance of self-care? And I thought it would be good to get your input on this as my husband. Like, how would you best from me so that you didn't resent me for needing time? Like, how would you hear it best from me if I needed help? Right. Great question. I think a lot of guys hear like happy wife, happy life. And they're like, fuck that. I want to be happy. Like, why does she get to be happy? Like what? And like, that's just not a good way to look at it. it. I guess when we were sleep training Sunny for the first time, it sort of made the most sense to me, which is like if Whitney isn't getting the appropriate amount of sleep and sleep is just sort of a example, but also a metaphor for self-care in general, then like she's going to take my jokes the next day as insults and we're going to get into a fight about it. And instead of doing something I want to do, I'm going to be fighting with my wife. That's an easy way to look at it, you know, because I guess if you have to put things in like selfish terms for people to understand that's the way it is, I think the better way to look at it is that your family is your team. And like if any member of your team isn't feeling well or sleeping right or happy or emotionally stable, then the team isn't happy feeling right or emotionally stable. And so really, once you sort of stop thinking of your happiness being like related just to you and and this being a group project (laughs) and life being a team sport and really commit to your team, then you won't understand why self-care is so important for other members of your family and for yourself. I was just like cleaning up my desk. I wasn't even thinking about self-care. You popped in here and I was just like, boom, let me lay it down. I hope some guys are listening to this or at least I hope some women encourage their guys to listen to this because I think once you get rid of that sort of like dated mentality, you can open up your life to a lot more happiness. Sit down with your significant other and talk about maybe how you guys could both utilize some self-care. Try not to make it only about you because even though you may be the one that is needing it at this moment, I think it's important to check in with your significant other too and be like, listen, 
I need to take care of myself. If I'm feeling this way, you probably need some self-care too. How can we fit this into our schedule so that we can work together as a team and make time so that we can both take care of ourselves? I know this because I did it, that there's this like part to being in a relationship, especially during quarantine when you guys were locked in together and like you really had to share all the responsibilities of surviving. You just want to make sure you're not the one who's being taken advantage of by the other one and like doing all the work and the other person's like, oh, if like I go hide after dinner, like he'll do the dishes and like I'll have more time for myself. Like in order to get the self-care you need, you first have to kind of put in the maximum effort into your partnership and then you'll know your side of the street is clean and you can ask for what you need. If you want your partner to give you the time that you need for self-care, you really need to be of this mindset that you're giving 100% to the relationship. You know what I mean? And you're not trying to like get over on your partner by having them do more things than you. I mean, they're going to yeah. do different things. Like in our relationship, I feel like we split certain tasks pretty evenly. I know that I could get away with more. You know what I mean? Like I could ask for more and do less. But ultimately, like I want to do as much as I can so that you feel good about giving me the time to go play golf or whatever. And I want to make it really clear to you that that like I'm not trying to take advantage or get the most amount of time. I'm trying to take the time I need so that when I'm not doing self-care, I'm able to do family care. Yeah. And like kick ass at my role in in the family. But in order to do that, I need some time, whatever it is, play golf, veg out, like go be with other people in order to come back and do my job and enjoy my family and be a great partner. They go hand in hand. And I just think it's really important to be explicit with your partner. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you picked up some little nuggets of goodness and something that will help you along the way. If you have any other questions or comments related to this, like I said at the beginning, please feel free to comment and let me know what you want to hear about or what you need help with or just whatevs. You know, I'm here for you guys. Love you. Talk to you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.